0: You are listening to More Than a Busy Mom. I'm Trish Kubel, life coach and mom to three. In this podcast, I'll address one of the biggest questions I get from moms, which is, who am I outside of motherhood? I'll answer this question and more as I help you uncover that incredible woman behind that busy mom identity. Whether you're doing the dishes, commuting to work, or sitting in a parked car at soccer practice, I'm so glad you have tuned in. Let's get started. There and welcome back to another episode on More Than a Busy Mom Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. This is my first episode where I'm interviewing someone, and that someone today is my cousin. So, you're going to hear an inspiring story from Jamie, who started her journey forward to become a fun, fit mama. Jamie is a wife and a mom to three busy boys just like myself. She works in healthcare and runs a health and wellness business through body, all while navigating ADHD. She shares when she recognized when she needed help, the people that she reached out to for help, and the types of results she has in her life today. This is the first of many conversations that we will be having together enjoy meeting Jamie. Good morning. Hello. Hi. How are you? How are you? Good. Okay. I'm so glad you're here. I, the reason I like reached out to you is because I'm so inspired by you and um, like more people need to know you. Mm -hmm. They need to hear your story and watch you and just like live their life like you like you (laughs) i watch you all the time i'm just like damn she's totally doing it and like people need to just hear your story what i want you to do is tell everyone like who you are like all the hats you wear and what you do okay tell everybody
1: Hey, everyone. I am Jamie. Um, I am married. have been married for about eight years now. Um, my husband and I both have ADHD, so we've had to navigate that together um, and separately working on our, our own stuff um, and learn how to communicate with that in marriage and being parents. Um, we have three boys together. I um, had my first son right after we moved in. So it's just been one thing after another um, and keeping up with my husband who has even more energy than I do, which if you know me personally, you know that's a lot of energy in one household. Um, all the boys have as much energy as us and every day is just about keeping up with them and getting
0: things done. Okay, We're, you work part-time.
1: Yes, so I am juggling a couple things. I work part-time at the hospital as a radiation therapist and I've been doing that for, I just calculated, it's 14 years. Um, the first six years I was full-time. I was a staff, like in the thick of it in that full-time life. And then I got pregnant and I said, we going to put that on the side. And I decided to go PRN. My husband pushed in that direction because he was trying to balance two jobs. Um, he worked for a company and then he started his own company. So I decided to stay home. We got pregnant two more times during that, those three boys of having all babies and everything, I was pure. so I made my own schedule, uh, and I stayed at the same company, just worked at different locations. Um, so basically after I had my third son, I like tried to, I started something new and I started a like health and wellness business that I call, um, the fit life. Um, And the idea behind it is just being a fun fit mama, because that is who I was before I was a mom, I was fun, I was fit. um, And I was just always wanting to be with people in the community and motherhood was very isolating um, for me. So I wanted to reconnect in that way and, and show the kids like your mom is fun, your mom is fit, you know, all that
0: it's totally fine. Let them come in. Um, This is like for
1: my husband, which is (laughs) they always want to be involved in whatever project he has.
0: Okay. So what I want you to do, there are so many avenues we could go down and I could pick up your brain. I kind of want to keep it super like in one lane today. And then I want to have you back because you have so much to share, but I want you to take us back to when you knew or maybe not when you even knew, but talk about the time that was so busy that something clicked. You're like, I've got to do something different. Like, can you describe the busyness and what it felt like and what was happening? Like what was brain offering you when you were like drowning? Okay,
1: So busy and drowning for me are kind of not asynchronous. They're not together. It's very different because I prefer to be busy. Um, My brain works very well in keeping busy. And, but drowning, I can, I can go down that um, pathway. So drowning for me, I was so busy that I couldn't do anything else, but sit on the sofa, watch my kids Um, like keep them alive. And my brain was racing. I was always thinking about what would happen, what could happen, what's going to happen. I did not show up in the moment, which is a terrible place (laughs) to be with your own self and with your body because your anxiety, my anxiety poured into everyone. And I was like projecting these things on my family that were not happening. Um, And I had to learn how to communicate in present tense, right? So I had to say, I cannot do that because it gives me too much anxiety or, and I will not do that because I know how I will feel when I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And as someone that has ADHD, that is incredibly difficult to learn how to hear your feelings, portray your feelings and stand your ground it's very hard it's not a natural wave pattern especially for a mom because we're wanting to say yes to our kids to her husband like we don't ever say yes to us Mm -hmm. um and so when I had two kids I didn't want to leave the house um I didn't want to like get them ready and go do things I just like isolated a lot and I relied like on those hours where my husband would come home and I would be like please help me (laughs) You know, like, it was just like Groundhog Day, being home with the kids. Um, Um, That is
0: so true. Groundhog Day, right? The same things are happening every single day. You're thinking the same thoughts. You're feeling the same feelings. You're taking the same actions. And no wonder you're left with the same results day after day, right? If nothing changes, nothing changes. So take me to the day. And I'm not sure if you can remember the day right? Sometimes like times in our life are just such a vivid memory, but do you remember that time when you're like, something needs to change? Like I need to change now, like right this minute, like I need to make a different decision right now.
1: Um, yeah. So uh, there's like two very large things that happened when I had two kids and I realized I was in that cycle. I reached out to, um my primary care physician. I got one Zoloft. Um, and I went to talk therapy and literally within three sessions, she was like, like we cleared the air and I went on to live my life. And I was like, mm-hmm. why did I wait so long? Why did I wait so long to address
0: my own feelings and my, like what was going on? Right. Let um, me just like, um, step in here for a second. Like what you're speaking to is like, you told somebody, yeah. Right. I think one some of the like the biggest step that I notice with moms is telling somebody like this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. Help me. Yeah. Right. We it's don't have to figure this out by yourself.
1: Yeah. Not being not being alone in it, and also like telling a safe person. Not not just venting. This isn't just like venting when someone that is willing to listen. It's like someone that actually has the tools to um, hear what you're saying and what you're not saying and unpack it. (laughs) You have to unpack these things or else they just, they just live in your brain. So.
0: Okay. So that was the first decision. What was that set? You said there were two. And I think I know because I know you personally. And if like, I don't think I said this before, but Jamie's part of my extended family. So I kind of know her story, but I want other people to know this part. So what was the second decision you made to like go? and change? Do you remember? Oh, So the
1: second one is, it's like a whole big event. So I got pregnant right after I healed my mental health. <laughs> um, and that was, wow, it just like hit like a freight train. And so as I'm pregnant, for the first time i kind of like stepped into feelings um and was willing to share them my other pregnancies i was more like a recluse which is not my personality at all um and i i wanted every i wanted to let everyone in so they could be more involved with the pregnancy and either um just be there for me and allow, like, just not put walls up. Cause I did, I really recluse back. And so I was pregnant and I wanted a daughter and I ended up with the third boy and I like had a dream the night before my gender reveal that I was having a boy. And so like, I called all my friends. I was like, I'm going to have a boy and I'm going to be disappointed. And so like at this gender reveal, I had to like process my feelings in front of people and handle all the comments because we made it a big deal. Like up until that point, I was like, I'm having a girl. <laughs> um, and so that was kind of the second event, like realizing let people in and then be in your feelings. It was like this whole person was being born because of this unexpected pregnancy. <laughs> like I took an unexpected pregnancy and I owned it. I turned it into I am going to have the best birth story ever. I am going to have. I wasn't going to have a fit pregnancy because the demise of 2020 and COVID shut that out. My gym shut down. Um, we were all home together, pre- unprecedented times. So, you know, newsflash, I gained 80 pounds. It was not the pregnancy that I had had on the other. Like, I only gained 20 pounds with the other two, but I mentally was like, I'm going to have a home birth. I don't care who tells me no. And I'm going to do everything the way I want to do. And so during the pandemic, I had a beautiful home birth and it just is that pivotal moment for me. It was owning my own strength and living in some really, really mentally hard thoughts because giving birth is not for the (laughs) week at all. Um, And so I learned a lot about myself that day when I had my home birth. It just created a whole new woman completely capable of anything I set my mind to.
0: So was it after this birth that you decided then to go down the health journey? Or was that like, was what was the time span between that?
1: So while I was pregnant with my third and overweight and everything, I was watching someone on social media she was pregnant at the same time as me. And our children, our third children were both due around the same time. So I watched her with her belly, getting like staying fit and moving, but she also like took her two girls to sports events. Um, her middle daughter actually broke her femur. So it was in a full body cast while she was pregnant. So I just watched her do things that no parent can fathom. And I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. And so she was my cheerleader even before we kind of conversated in health and wellness. And so what changed is I watched her have a postpartum that was like, she snapped back. I was like, holy moly, because I had never had to lose like the weight before. Like I always just started exercising and then I snapped back with the other ones. Like,
0: okay. So was her snap back weight or was it snapback mental emotional or was it all of those
1: she was so consistent in her life regardless of being pregnant having a baby like nothing stopped her from being her like she just kept going and it did it and she was happy and she made time for herself but she also you I always saw her going on dates with her husband I saw her like being present with her kids like Any of them, the baby would be at the exercises, the kids would be in the exercises, but then you know she would be at the lacrosse field or something. I'm like, how is she doing this? Like, how does she have the endurance and the stamina to like live life? as if she didn't just have a C-section for the third time.
0: (laughs) Okay. So then you got in contact with her. You started, was it like you were working or how did that go? Like, how did you bring her? You're like, I'm watching you. I want what you have. I desire that. Like what was the next step after that?
1: So I would say, Maddox was due and born in August. And in January, I knew something was very wrong with my body. That was more than just like weight gain. So I struggled. I couldn't leave the house because I couldn't make it to the bathroom. Like they're like, my husband would be like, we're going to do this. I'd be like, I'm not going unless you tell me exactly where the bathroom is. And I have to use the bathroom like three times before I leave the house. And it was just I can't even, found, like, I can't even put into words how, like, that stressed me out so much because it's just so embarrassing <laughs> to, like, tell your husband that you can't, and then, like, to be in public to what possibly to happen. So, basically, I needed to see a physical therapist for pelvic floor, and we were very much not financially um, stable mm-hmm. to to pay for those things, like... <laughs> I needed something that was out of reach and I needed, I needed to do it no matter what. And so at six weeks postpartum, I went back to work, which I had never done with my other kids, but I had, I had to go where the money was. So I got back into the work field, worked so I could pay for my physical therapy, went to work and paid for my physical therapy. And I spent six hours a week, at least a week. Um, for six months away from my family going to physical therapy. So that was a huge commitment that my brain would have normally said, you don't have time, you don't have money for. But I knew if I was going to be a parent and to be the wife and mom that I wanted to be, I had to do this. So I
0: had to do it. I just want to like review what you just said, right? You figured out a way to take care of you yeah like you had to do something different yeah. if you needed the money you needed to go work yeah but you were in the position where you were going to do literally anything go back to work at six weeks postpartum to yeah. tend to your body yes I did not <laughs> I did not know, I'm blown away right now by that like I did not know that timeline and that piece of the story
1: yeah and I knew because I had to fight for a back for my second birth. So I knew that I had to do whatever it took. I had to do whatever it took for Owen to have that birth that I wanted. Um, but with Maddox and, and being a mom, like I couldn't hold my kids. I couldn't pick them up. I couldn't drive my car. There was a lot of like literal human basic functions I could not do, but I did them like sobbing the whole way, the whole way, the whole time, because I knew if I could just get there, like it would be
0: all better. (laughs) So and the thing is, I want to point out that you made a decision ahead of time, not knowing what the end result was going to be. Right. And I think that's something that we need to remember that we need to have our own back. Yeah. Right. As moms, Mm -hmm. we need to make decisions and just believe that there's going to be transformation because brain will offer you all these thoughts of like, it's not going to happen for me. It happened for her. It happened for her, but it's not going to happen for me. Like, why do we do that? Right. So just hearing you say like, I'm going to work, I'm going to make the money and I'm going to take care of myself. And I know I'm going to get better. Yeah.
1: And I'm going to ask for help. And that was a huge one because I, Stepping away from your family when you have small kids, like that is very difficult. That is, um, that is huge mom guilt. Like you, I need, I need you to step in for me <laughs> so I can go do something like a lot. I feel like a lot of parents um, have a hard time doing that.
0: And, um, well, let's, and let's think about this for a second. Like if you didn't make the decision to go get help, what would have been the result? right I
1: there uh, i would have had to have a lot of surgeries a lot yeah yeah and it was have surgeries that i couldn't pay i couldn't afford <laughs> right. um or heal my body and and you know fix what was broken and that i was willing to do and um i did i i found a physical therapist that um just was amazing. It's very very hard to find a physical therapist like pelvic floor specifically that you trust. Um not that they're untrusting, but you have to let every single wall down, every single one because it is so intimate. It is so painful. It is definitely one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Um and once I was basically cleared, which was May I had already done like a free group with my friend, Britt, who oh. I'm, you know, one this business side-by-side with. So basically once I was kind of cleared, I started doing other things. Um, and then I just stopped going to physical therapy because they cleared me. Right. I was like, it's fine. And then I, um, started working out every day and within three weeks I lost 11 pounds and I was just like, like this is incredible. Like how I just feel like for women to lose ten pounds is like a lot of people say that for months and months and months, and I was like, <laughs> three weeks in, and I did that, okay? Um And that's just kind of how my journey started in in um wearing all the hats. So now I have my own business. I help women lose weight, build strength, and I also um try to stay in the community of like birth and um and babies and all the things because I know that's where I was drowning the most and I want people to know you can get through (laughs) like no matter what happens you can get through and I have a lot of people in my inner circle that have gone through worse things than me and come out on the other side um until they give me they give me strength to keep going um because someone like a mother always needs help
0: so just I think overall our conversation today and I could pick your brain for like five more hours and I think I, <laughs> I'm i going to schedule an, another time to talk to you. But today from what I'm hearing you say and tell me if this is kind of it, but like find your people, mm-hmm. take care of you and find your people find and like I could go through because I kind of know your story, like five people that you reached out to. Right. Right. Um, getting help with physical therapy, reaching out to someone who was going to help you with fitness and health. Um, I know you've reached out to coaches, right. To address just habits and routines and structure, um, to support ADHD. Like you found your people.
1: Yeah. And finding your people. It just means like solving your problems because someone out there has been through like what you have been through um, and can help you. Like when I lost those 11 pounds, the very, the group I was in this fitness and wellness group, you know what they were doing? They were organizing and decluttering their house. And I was over here dying. Like what on earth have I let my house become? And I hired an organizer. I spent thousands of dollars. And I was like, Oh, help me because I could not help myself. I knew she could help me. Um, and I remember our last session, we worked together for a whole year in the last session. She like just watched me do it. And she caught me <laughs> and she was like, look at all this growth. And I was like, I know. And it's just, you know, it's just so powerful to choose the change and just to like, go do the things.
0: Okay. And I, you did just bring up a really important point. You said a year. Right? Working with an organizer for a year, working with a health a health coach for multiple years, like working with an ADHD coach. Like it takes time.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yes. At time the beginning. Is pass
1: anyway. What'd <laughs> you say? The time is gonna pass anyway.
0: Like. Wait you... a minute. Yes. The time <laughs> the time's gonna pass anyway. Oh I'm so, I'm so sorry, I just cut you off. But I'm like, wait a minute, I just have to repeat what you just said. The time's gonna pass anyway. Like, why not just get some help during that time? Yeah. Right? Oh my gosh. Okay, so as we leave here, can you give just like some motivational thoughts to our listeners to help them, right? If they don't believe these thoughts, just say like, girl, borrow my thoughts for a little bit. Like, these are some things that you can just fill your brain with, fill your life with to help you take that next step. So do you have any any thoughts?
1: Yes. um, Like I was saying a little bit earlier, the phrase in um, I am capable can literally get you through any situation at all, anything like, for example, if you're driving along and getting into an accident, like just that one breath in and say, I am capable, you'll change the whole like direction of, of where things will go, because you'll show up as that person, that capable person that can solve anything. um, And you know, when you're struggling and maybe you, you just, you want to be a better wife or a better mom. You can just speak that like, I am a good mom or like, I am an amazing wife. And just telling yourself that is enough. Like you will start believing it and and put a practice in place to where you write or say the things that you need to hear, write them down, read them to yourself every single day, because eventually you will believe yourself um, and you will start showing up as her.
0: Oh my gosh. that's so beautiful. Okay. Tell me, this is your plug. Tell me like, where can everyone find you? Where are you? Like, tell us where we can reach you and hear All more right. of your
1: story. Yeah. So I am on Instagram. Um, it is J A H O L S T Y L E. So I'm on Instagram um, and I have like a link tree there. You could just click and see what kind of groups I have going um, and just fill out some forms if they interest you. Um, that's the best way to contact me on Instagram. Um, and then on Facebook, you can friend me. I am Jamie Buchanan. Um, and so you can like follow me, you can friend me, you can send me a message there. Um, and those are the two places that you can
0: find me. And just tell everybody what time do you work out in the morning?
1: So typically since I would say 2022, when I started working part-time, I developed a a 5am habit. And so as a mom with three kids and juggling two jobs, I needed to, um, I needed some clarity and I needed to just decide what time of the day was always, um, my time. And so I wake up at 5 a.m., I get my workout in. I do my business work. I get ready for my, you know, my hospital job. I do things around the house. Um, it's just like such a sweet time where it's quiet and peaceful. Even if the kids do wake up, they're so calm and sweet and lovable, um, and just that that ease into the morning where you can get things done even like doing dishes or like folding the dishes so much better at like 6 15 in the morning when you've already worked out, you have all this energy, you're feeling good. Um, so that's when I work out right now. Um, you will see me if you follow me, I am working out with my husband and we are doing it together and we are carving out an hour of us time, which I highly recommend if you have a spouse to plan it. It's like a date every day with your spouse. Um, so that's just been going on for the last two weeks and it has been a total game
0: changer for us. There's nothing more exciting um than your husband saying, Do you want to work out? <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So if anyone is listening and they're like, Oh my gosh, I want to join your group. Like, I want to work out with you, right? Because you're on Zoom together with all the women. You had like this 5 a.m. workout club um, or group, like they can just click. The link in the link tree and like join that like how do they join you
1: yeah so there's a google form that's in there that says like join my 5 a.m crew um and then i would give you the information um whatever whatever way we were chatting whether it's on instagram or messenger or via email because you'll give your email address um, i would get you set up and then send you the link um for the zoom so we get on typically during the week 5 a.m but there's a 6 a.m and 7 a.m crew um, and then we also have like a Saturday and Sunday, like later morning, typically like seven, eight, nine on the weekends. So
0: that is so exciting. I always see you post and all the people in like in the group. And it's just so inspiring. I am trying to get myself up early. I've been telling a lot of people that that's one of the things I'm working on this year is to get up a little bit early to then have that time, that quiet time to myself, whether it's reading or doing something I enjoy or working out or just taking care of me right before the whole family comes alive and the hustle and bustle of the day begins. So you are so inspiring to me. I adore you, I love you, and thank you for sharing your story. You have so much more to share. I wanna pick your brain about habits and routines and structures that you put in place um, while navigating ADHD. So I'm having you back And um, I'm just so thankful that you were here today. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me. This was a wonderful Sunday morning together, Trish.
0: Thank you. you. Gosh, isn't she just amazing? I hope you were able to take away a nugget or two from our conversation today. Jamie is paving the way forward in all areas of her life. And she will literally grab your hand, physically or virtually, and take you along with her. If you're interested in connecting with her on social media, you can find her on Instagram at J-A-H-O-L-S-T-Y-L-E or on Facebook as Janie Buchanan. That's B-U-C-H-A-N-A-N. And if anything resonated with you on today's episode, I'd love for you to share it with me. You can find me on social media or just send me an email at Trishcublecoaching at gmail.com. As always, I hope you have the most amazing week. Until next time. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, I'd love for you to click that follow button and then share it with a friend, your sister, a neighbor, a random mom in Target, literally any busy mom. Your support means the world to me. Until next time, keep leaning into the idea that you are so much more than a busy mom and have the most amazing week. And one more thing. If you're interested in joining my 12-week one-on-one coaching program called the Mindful Mama Method, where we dig into all things around time, self-care, and relationships, visit the show notes for more details. And one more thing. This podcast provides information for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment always consult with a qualified healthcare professional regarding your individual health concerns.